G'day and welcome to the Sport Report's full-time whistle where we call time on the day and give you a wrap-up on what's happened in the world of sport. I'm Michael Caruana. It's Thursday the 20th of July and today is the day. The Women's World Cup here in Australia and New Zealand finally kicks off. I've got my yellow jersey on. I feel fantastic. I have worn it loud and proud around the office today. I am so ready for tonight. We'll have a little preview of the Matildas vs Ireland game a little bit later on, as well as the tennis world erupting over an act of poor sportsmanship. Plus, one of the big names at the Western Bulldogs have had surgery on a broken wrist after punching a whiteboard. That is all on the way in today's edition of the Full Time Whistle. The fourth test of the Ashes got underway last night, with Australia batting first, and after day one... It's either team's match. The Aussies finishing with eight wickets for 299 runs and seemed to be on the front foot. But a few late wickets from English paceman Chris Wokes got the home team back into it. Now has he just left that off the inside edge? He has just what England needed. Carey falls to the new ball. It's that man Wokes again. We didn't get to see a full day's worth of play, though, if you could say that, with a lengthy delay happening in the morning session, although it wasn't anything we have actually seen before. They've called drinks early because I think it's the bar attaches to the seats or the seats attached to that bar there. There's a bit of uh, shine coming off there. I'm surprised it's taken... Well, the, the ground was reconfigured in about 2012, so I'm assuming this is not the first time the sun's come out at Old Trafford, but maybe it is. It's taken 11 years to get it to finally see it at that angle. The sun is not something that's, that comes out too often in Manchester. When it does, it seems to cause a problem. Yep. During the 14th over, Marnus Labuschagne was distracted by the sun reflecting off a metal band behind the bowler's arm. Play literally stopped because of sun glare in Manchester. You could not make this up. The way that they fixed it was getting a few patrons and fans to move in front of it and blocked it, and that didn't work, so they resorted to taping it up. So we got there in the end. (laughs) Day two will begin tonight at 8pm with Mitchell Stark and Pat Cummins at the crease. But God help them if the sun comes out again. Today's the day. The Women's World Cup is finally upon us and our Matildas will open up the tournament when they clash with the Republic of Ireland in Sydney. Well, not really. New Zealand kicked off at 5pm and had the opening ceremony before that, so they've already started the ceremony, but I'm still counting it in my eyes. So if you're not a football fan and you're wondering how the girls will go tonight, I've got you covered. Like I said, the Matildas will be facing the Republic of Ireland, who are ranked 22nd in the world, 12 spots below the Aussies in 10th. And they won't be no pushover, that's for sure. They did lose twice to the world number one side, the USA, earlier this year, but it was only just, and they really kept the reigning World Cup champ on their toes for the full 90 minutes. And with Arsenal superstar Katie McCabe skippering the side, anything's possible. Their only downfall is the possibility of playing without experienced midfielder Denise O'Sullivan, who was rushed to hospital with a possible leg fracture. She has made a turnaround, though, and is fit to play, but whether or not they will risk her in the first game of the tournament remains to be seen. But a side boasting players like Sam Kerr, Steph Catley, Hayley Rasso, Ellie Carpenter, Caitlin Ford, and Mary Fowler, it will be a force to be reckoned with and in front of 80,000 screaming home fans the Matildas will hope to 
continue their recent impressive form of nine wins from 10. My prediction is, of course, an Aussie win and a huge one. I'm thinking 5-0. Mary Fowler will also get a hat-trick too. She has been looking deadly. She scored the winning goal for Australia against France in their friendly recently too. That's just my gut feeling. I did get my dog Alfie though to try and predict the game like Paul the Octopus did back in 2010 by placing a treat on an Australian flag and an Irish flag and, um, well, it didn't really go to plan. Ready, Alf? Go. He sprinted and he's gone to Ireland. An upset. Disappointing. Yeah, so hopefully the dog's wrong. Kickoff is at 8pm tonight. Bring it on. Tennis can be a brutal sport, especially when your opponent is cheating. Chinese player Zhang Shui has accused her rival in the Hungarian Open, Amarissa Toff, of, quote, causing trouble. The match boiled over at 5-5 in the first set when the chair umpire refused to acknowledge a ball mark on the court that clearly showed Shui had hit a winner. The Chinese star called for the match supervisor to come to court, look at the mark and discuss the situation, but this is where it got out of hand. This is actually getting a little tedious now. The Hungarian Toth rubbed the mark out, and due to there being no line tech at the clay courts, it meant Schwai's claim was dismissed. And with the Hungarian crowd being very faithful to Toth, they started to boo Schwai. The veteran ended up bursting into tears and retired from the match rather than keep playing and face the boos. Toth walked away the winner of the match and really rubbed it in by celebrating in front of Schwai and will progress to the next round of the Hungarian Open. But it seems like she has lost the the respect of all her tennis peers. And lastly, the Western Bulldogs have had a big name confirm he needed surgery on a broken hand. It's not any of the players, though. It's coach Luke Beveridge. Yep, he confirmed that he got surgery on a broken hand that he sustained when he punched a whiteboard during the Bulldogs' two-point loss to the Swans in Sydney last week. But the injury wasn't even at full-time when they had lost. Apparently, it was at half-time because he felt he needed to be, quote, animated to draw his side's focus. What's funnier is that Chopper Beveridge has declared he remained, quote, totally in control of his emotions and that it was, quote, definitely not an act of aggression. Alrighty, sure, sure. You tell us whatever you want, Beveridge. (laughs) His Western Bulldogs side will be back in action tomorrow night when they face another finals hope in Essendon at Marvel Stadium. And that's it. Your day of sport wrapped right here on the Sport Report's full-time whistle. I'm Michael Caruana. Thank you for listening. Calm the Matildas, and I'll chat to you tomorrow.